You're listening to Power Pearls Podcast, intuitive, purpose-driven yarn crafting to empower your knits and pearls. Hey there, Power Pearlers. I am really excited because this episode is all about the details behind my free audio workshop. And well, it's this really cool training that I created. It's called the secret sauce. So it's kind of like this recipe, if you will. It's a five-step guide. It's an audio training and it's going to help you to uncover some of those not so obvious skills and talents. You know, those things that we do every day that we just take for granted, or we think, well, who's, you know, why is that a special skill or a talent? Uh, but it's this, it's this practice, this five-step practice to help you, uh, uh, kind of uncover what those, what those, uh, skills are, what those talents are, because, like I say in the uh, in the training, they're kind of like your nose. They're they're really very close. They're so close you can't even see them sometimes. And so, the um, the practices that you're going to learn are just going to help you to really uncover uncover that and figure out what those are. So you can begin to draw some parallels. So in the special workshop, I'll show you how I started my business, how I got scrappy and stopped functioning from a place of fear and urgency. So you can actually show up with joy, purpose, and excitement every single day about building your passion-crafted, soul-driven business, because that's what I want for you. I truly do. So we're going to talk about that in this episode, but I want you to get your hands on this training and also a special workbook that I just created. So I've been talking about this now for the past month, maybe, and I just completed the workbook. So the the workbook wasn't ready when I spoke about this in earlier episodes, but it is now. But if you go ahead and you grab the audio training, you'll also gain access to the workbook. So if you go to karagotwarner.com forward slash secret sauce, you'll get the audio training plus the workbook. Okay. So in this episode, I'm going to dive into a few of the tips that I talk about. I'll actually go through all five, but just sort of share a bit of a, a bit of commentary, if you will. And I just want to talk about this because you know, you know, just a little bit more than I, than I have in the actual training, because I feel like it's so valuable. It's, it's, it's one of those things that after I created it, I actually listened to it multiple times myself because it reminds me of why I started my business in the first place and to help me to reconnect, you know, to that why, you know, they always talk about like why in caps. Um, and it just, you know, it just gets me inspired every single time I listen to it. And I want you to feel that as well. So as I said, I'll share a little more commentary in this episode, plus a bonus sixth step that you'll, you won't hear in the free training. So let's dive in. You guys ready? All right. So 
I'm going to share what it's all about. Okay. So, uh, this is a free audio workshop. Okay. So as I said earlier, you're going to tap into those not so obvious things, right? Tapping into something that's, um, that, uh, I've heard called the zone of genius. Maybe, maybe you've heard this before the zone of genius, uh, so that you can get scrappy and finally start your own creative business from a real deep, authentic place. And you'll discover a five-step recipe to help you uncover your skills and talents. Okay. So let's, let's just kind of go into it right here. Okay. Um, and I will share a little bit about the early days of my, of my business. Okay. The early days, how I got started. And this was post, or I should say pre, not post, pre creative knitting magazine, by the way. Because before I was with Creative Knitting, I was a freelance editor. I was a freelance illustrator, freelance, 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 everything. And I was pretty scrappy because, you know, I wanted at the time, I wanted to focus on my design work and I wanted to, I really, I set my sights on, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to become an editor of a magazine, of a big magazine. And uh, <laughs> it's amazing, you know, what you think about grows. And I'm going to talk about that in the sixth um, you know, in the bonus, in the bonus step. Okay. So just hang out for that. And so I just put it out there into the universe. I believe that you might think, oh, that's, you know, people say, oh, put it out into the universe and you know, you'll see, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll get it back or you'll get that, you know, that thing that you put out there, you'll see it come to fruition. But, you know, I think that number one, you have to believe it. So you have to really believe it. And back in my early days, when I, before I was the editor of Creative Knitting, I I felt like, you know, I did enough, you know, enough things over and over again that I was so confident about. I just felt like, okay, I believe this is going to happen and I would see good results. And and, and that kept happening. So I felt like, okay, these are the, these awesome little jewels that I can put in my back pocket. I believe that I can make things happen because I've seen them happen before. And so you have to create those own little jewels for yourself. So, um, so I, in my early days, you know, I got scrappy, I got scrappy and, you know, I really focused on how to, you know, not function from a place of fear and urgency. You know, um, it does happen <laughs> from time to time, but we want to minimize that. And, um, because, you know, I really want you to show up in, in your business, in your future business with this excitement. Okay, so let's go make the sauce. All right, so in the mini workshop, I talk step-by-step, step, okay, how, you know, I created my own sustainable creative business and all the skills that I developed to make that happen. And what I did was I figured out how to capitalize on my strengths and not focus on my weaknesses. Have you ever heard someone say, um, this is so old school, but it's like when you, you know, to focus on your weaknesses, so you can build those up so that you can, um, you know, be better. Right. But that's not always, that's not always the uh, answer. The actual answer is to focus on your strengths, not your weaknesses. Um, and so I think we've been given a lot of bad advice. Um, you know, it is, I'm not saying you shouldn't ever, you know, try to focus on making yourself better in a certain area, but if you're not good at, you know, coding websites, don't do it. You know, I mean, I'm just, that's like an extreme example. So now I'll provide an overview of what I talk about in the training 
So it'll, I'll go through, you know, each of the five steps. And then at the end, like I said, you're going to get this juicy sixth bonus, this bonus step, which focuses on self-care because, you know, if we're not taking care of the engine, let's face it, things just stop running. The truth, this is the truth. It's kind of like a domino effect. So hang tight because I will talk about that. So let's go into these uh, steps. Um, so I'll go, like I said, a, more of like a synopsis. And when you, when you listen to the training, you'll get the, you'll get the whole kit and caboodle. How's that? Okay. So let's dive right in. So the five steps. So here's number one. Number one is assemble the ingredients. So there are you, these are usually things that come pretty easily for you. And, you know, they, they may also just be right under your nose. Like I said, I said this earlier because, um, you know, this is like where these things that come naturally to you, there are some hidden clues in there that you should be paying attention. And so in the training, I actually ask you to spend some time really thinking about these things, writing them down, even if they seem silly. So, you know, if you love to paint, um, murals, if you encourage others, you'd love to get creative in the gym, you know, maybe vegan cooking is your thing, meditating, designing websites, whatever. I don't, doesn't matter. Write it all down, all of it, because this is all for your benefit and nobody needs to see it. So you're just sort of assembling, mixing and matching. And think about what others say that you're good at. If you hear the same thing over and over again, you know, look for trends, right? So maybe people say you're really good at giving advice. Um, You know, there could be some marketing, there there really could be some marketable skills there. Um, In my own business, I had to get scrappy. And I love that word scrappy, right? Because I'm like, you know, I can put my feelers out there in so many creative ways to create many multiple, you know, to create many revenue streams to keep the pipeline full at all times. And, you know, the truth is that this really helps my head. I mean, I still do this today. You know, I work as a layout artist. I work as an illustrator. Um, I do, um, you know, coaching. I work with private clients as well. So it's like, this is the, this is the stuff that allows me to be uninhibited at other times to just say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to go downstairs to my creative station. You know, like I have this place where I have my um, collage uh, materials all spread out on this really awesome standing desk. And, And then I don't have to worry. I'm just gonna go, you know? and enjoy. And that's pretty darn important, especially if your goal is to start a creative business or to take your creativity that you have, that you're excited about now that you feel, you know, that you, that when you're at your day job, you probably find yourself daydreaming, don't you? Right. Daydreaming about what your future business could look like. But the truth is, is that if you were to leave your job tomorrow and if you didn't have anything to back that up, to try, it'd be, it'd be tall order to say, Hey, you know, creativity, pay the bills. Um, you might find that it would stunt your growth and and f- you'd be frozen, you know, and um, and maybe pretty sad and and hate your craft. So I'm just giving you the straight deal. This this could that could happen. So um, so really, plan of action is getting scrappy is a great way to support your creativity. So your creativity does not have to have the responsibility of paying the bills. Okay, step two is the secret sauce recipe. Okay, so in the audio training, this is where we drill things down. 
So how can your skills and talents connect to the assets that you have to offer from a business perspective? So this is where you draw parallels, asking yourself questions about yourself and your talents and what is your purpose? What what do you what would you do without a dollar sign? You know, what makes you want to jump out of bed like it's Christmas morning? That's the stuff, right? You know, Marie Marie Forleo says if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. So when you discover the parallels, a light bulb moment occurs. And this, my friends, is what is often called your zone of genius. Okay, number three, step three is it's time to cook, baby. So in the training, we do something called mind mapping. Now there is a really cool tool out there. It's a digital tool called MindMeister. Um, and also, well, you know, I, I really like doing it myself. So I like to get out the, um, you know, my moleskins and, um, you know, my highlighters and markers and do it all manually because for me, it just helps me to pull things together in, uh, sort of like a hierarchy structure. Um, and when you do this, you can start to see trends emerge in a very visual way, which really helps me tremendously. And I have a feeling it might help you too. So if you don't want to go the digital route, um, you know, you can, you can just use the old fashioned system for mind mapping with a good old piece of paper and pen. Um, and, um, I do have a video for this, a live video. I was a live video. It's on the Power Pearls Facebook page, and you can get there by going to powerpearlspodcast.com forward slash mind map. Okay, so check it out for the way I mind map. Okay, so let's di- let's dive into step number four. Okay, now that you've you're you know you're you're, you're cooking, you know, now you can let it simmer. So that's step four. So um, the worst place, okay, like I said, I was kind of alluding to this, the worst place for a creative person to be, whether you're in business or you're not in business, doesn't matter. So this applies to everybody that's listening. You guys are crafty girls, girls and guys. Um, the worst place to be for a creative business is, or for a creative business person is in a place of fear and urgency because you'll end up hating the craft you once loved so dearly and you won't have the time to step back and look at the quality of the creative output that you're, you know, that you're putting out to the world. You know, designing, designing, you know, designing knitwear, developing any kind of business definitely takes time. It could take years to develop. And the best advice I can give is to start, you know, you start the business on the side, make it your side passion um, on the side of your day job you know, so that you can use it as a bridge to that creative life, that creative passion. It'll allow this part of your life to grow organically. Because if you love this, you'll be able to stick it out for the long game, for the long haul. Uh, Because, you know, this is not, you know, getting out there and starting a business, any, any kind of course I ever would offer to you, or you find anywhere out there online, the people, the teachers that you meet, the online influencers, um, these people will never tell you that they have a get rich quick 
answer. Um, again, I'm going to quote Marie Forleo. I'm not sure if she says it this way, but you know, it's when you're growing an online business, it's about growing um, over time. You know, growing now. See, now I forget what she said, but it's really about cultivating this and getting great. This is what she says: getting great over a long period of time, instead of a you know just sort of like a quick magic bullet thing. So don't attach a paycheck to your creativity because you will be let down oh so miserably. Okay, so step five is let's stir the pot. So you want to make sure that you check in regularly with your goals so you can keep a healthy outlook. So you can reach these goals, even if they're small. And, if, and the smaller, the better. I'm telling you right now, totally take those tiny steps. Don't make the mistake of writing something down and never going back to check in with your goals because you need a system. You need a foolproof system and make it simple. I can't stress that word enough in caps. Make it a system that's simple enough that allows you to touch base with these goals every single day or at a certain time each week. So you don't forget them because out of sight is definitely out of mind. I know this. I've done this. This is my problem. I think it's all of our problems. And, you know, the truth is, is our nature, and some of you may not want to hear this, but our nature is being lazy. So, um, you know, our tendency, like you might say, why don't I want to, why don't I follow through? What's wrong with me? Why don't I do this? Why don't I, why don't I want to go to the gym? Why don't I want to, you know, finish the, you know, that email today or, or write that big email or that proposal? Because our tendency is to take the easy, lazy route. And I heard Brian Tracy, one of my favorite, favorite business gurus, he's been around forever. And, uh, you know, he says that he's like, this is true. We're, we are, our normal nature is lazy. So with that in mind, you have to work against the current. You have to work against the grain because you, my friends, because I will do the same, is so easy for you and I to talk ourselves out of doing something that's hard. And, you know, I use the gym analogy. It is so easy to talk yourself out of going to the gym, isn't it? So just do it. A successful person does not think about it in that way. A successful person is decisive and knows what has to get done. They're not babies about it. <laughs> All right. So now, drum roll, please. Not a very good drum roll for the bonus sixth step. Add a dash of soulful self care. There it is. So, do you believe you are what you eat? So, that's my question to you. Yeah, just think about it. So, how about this one? Your thoughts. Your actions create your world. And here's another one. What you think about grows. So if you're thinking negative, guess what? That grows, right? So just think about that for a second. Maybe even turn off this recording, this episode. Think about it because it's it's really true. Um, so the more you think about negative stuff, the more you think about what you don't have, guess what happens? 
you get more of that. And what does that mean? You get more of what you've, you get more stuff that makes you believe or makes you think, oh my gosh, I don't have enough. So this is really good to get out of that mindset. So the dash of soulful self care. Um, The first part of this is gratitude. I want to talk about gratitude. And the first part of this is gratitude. Okay. So it might be a great idea for you to, to actually sit down every morning or at the end of every day, or you might be feeling this feeling that this is kind of like silly, you know, because I'm grumpy and in a bad mood. Well, the thing that I find that is so amazing about a gratitude practice is that as soon as you start writing down the things that you're grateful for, you know, your heart will will start to burst. You know, you'll start to gush, right? I know I do. Even the simple things like the fact that I can wake up in the morning and go downstairs when I feel like doing doing that, right? Get up out of my bed and make coffee and sit and knit, you know, whatever it is that I'm going to do. Think about all the people that can't do this. Think of people, you know, that are living in a war-torn country or people that are, that don't even have a home. Think of homeless people. I mean, think about how lucky we are. If you're listening to this, you probably are pretty lucky. (laughs) Um, and, and compared to the rest of the world, we are probably in the minority. Okay. And the fact that we have freedom of choice, we have free will, and we can actually eat whenever we want, probably. Right. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure that you probably don't have a problem like that. And we take that for granted. So just stopping for a moment to think about that is, um, it really, really changes everything, doesn't it? So a gratitude uh, practice is the first thing that I know really helps me. So you may want to try that yourself. And each day, spend time in solitude, creating sacred moments and little white spaces of time. You know, just those pockets of open space that have nothing, you have nothing to do. You know, that there are no demands. Don't block out every single piece of time of of your day because that's not sustainable and you'll burn out and you won't be happy with that eventually. So carving out these white spaces of time is is so necessary for your creative playtime. So this playtime, daydreaming, whatever you want to call it, it's so important. And, you know, when I actually get lots of it, it's when I'm, I'm in, you know, I'm excited. I'm in motion. My body, like when I'm, I get lots of that, um, this playtime dreaming stuff happens to me when my body's moving. Like when I'm exercising, when I'm working out, when I'm, especially when I'm cycling. I don't know if you guys have seen me on Instagram. Um, one of my favorite kinds of Insta stories are those when I go out on my bike, because I have this little fixture on my bike that I can actually put my phone. And so I do Insta stories. And while I'm riding my bike, I mean, my head is exploding with ideas. I'm listening to music. I'm so excited. And I have to say, I'm really bummed out because, um, 
it's, it's getting colder. It's already, I mean, there's going to be some more warm days coming up, but this is um, already mid-September and it's going to get cold. And then I got to take it inside. But the good news is, is that I also teach spin classes, like, you know, spike cycle, cycle classes. So I'll be doing that in October. So I can kind of um, put my passions for that on the, on the, ins- on the, uh, you know, the bikes inside. But anyway, a body in motion stays in motion. So I feel that moving my body sets me up for more productivity later because I look at it like I'm essentially downloading goodies for later. You know, it's like part of my business plan. So if you can look at, you know, don't look at it as this separate thing, like, oh, I got to work. And But just by you know, doing something physical, like I can't tell you the kind of endorphins, creative juices, because that's exactly what happens, right? So endorphins, happy juices, whatever we want to call them, we don't need to be scientific. Think about that. When you have those feelings of euphoria, of excitement, you're more creative, plain and simple. So build up some sweat equity, (laughs) So here's some food for thought when it comes to building into your business a plan for self-care, a plan for self-care. So here you go. So these are just some quick bullets. You'll be more grounded throughout your day. You'll have more concentration. Now that's a big one. I feel so much more you know, focused, I'm calmer. You know, I'm not fidgety. I'm not thinking, okay, like, let me go get another cup of coffee. You know, I don't need any other kinds of stimulation or anything else to help. I feel more, more concentration because I've actually, you know, I've spent that time to really nourish my body, to move my body. Um, and, um, and just to do these, do other nurturing activities first thing in the day, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, you'll feel less stressed. I mean, that's an easy no brainer one, right? And an, a cool byproduct might be that you might end up losing a little bit of weight, you know, if, if you need to, and that's a bonus. So if you don't have a practice now, then now's the time to take a look at your calendar to find a time capsule, right? This, this bit of time for yourself care ritual. So calendar it and commit. Make it make it at a time each and every day that is protected, okay? So what I mean by that is early in the morning or in the evening, depending on your lifestyle, usually there's going to be a time where, you know, you can do things where no one's going to bother you, They're, you know, the kids are sleeping or, you know, the significant other is, you know, doing their thing, whatever it is. The trick is it should be a time when you are the most alert, you have the most energy and no one will bother you. Then, you know, you take out your knitting, your crochet, whatever kind of project you're working on, a journal and sit in this sacred space, whatever this place is, space or this space is that you've created for yourself and go to this same spot every day. Now, I know that in Stephen King's memoir, his book, um, I can't think it, the, the name of it eludes me right now. I know Tabitha Hedrick knows this, um, but he talks about this sacred space and he talks about how he goes to the same place every single day to write um, or whatever it is that he does that stirs those creative, creative juices, those creative spirits, if you will, because it's sort of like your your mind, your body, the universe, whatever you want to call it. It's like, it's saying, all right, here we go. We're in that space. Let's go. So one of my favorite things to do 
and before anything else, even before I meditate, this is this all happens, you know, in my little sacred space because I do have one myself. And I focus on, I call it focus on fun first. Um, because, you know, I'm like, I get up in the morning, I'm tired. First thing I want to do, I'm, I'm totally real. I'm totally honest here. I don't want to meditate. I want to wake up. I want to spend the first 30 minutes doing other things. And then I'll, I'll get into that. So as long as I can commit to doing that, you know, an hour later or a half hour later, the first thing I like to do is I get up, you know, I drink water, hydrate. And then I'm hot while I'm hydrating. I'm, you know, I make my coffee. um, And then, you know, I go up to my sink up into this room that I have and I sip my coffee. I listen to a podcast, I knit and, you know, I totally bliss out, you know, totally, it's, you know, it's totally awesome. So I don't know if you think this is bliss. Hmm. Maybe you do. I kind of think you do. <laughs> I kind of think you might find knitting, sipping coffee uh, is kind of a, you know, pretty sublime thing, right? So, um, or maybe tea and knitting. And so, so anyway, so if you start with a launch pad of feel good activities, chances are that the rest of your day will be pretty darn amazing. So I hope you enjoy this enlightening little episode. Now it's time to go get your free audio training if you haven't already done so. And find some time to sit and get busy with the workbook. I think you're going to love the process because I know you. You got this. Now go for it. And I'll see you next time. 